Hi, welcome to Only in Illinois, your weekly recap from Reboot Illinois. I'm Madeline Dubeck here with Matt Dietrich, and we've had a couple of developments kind of accentuating the lack of development recently uh, in the area of pensions and schools. We had another ruling uh, last week from the Illinois Supreme Court about Chicago's attempt to fix mm -hmm. some of its pension funds and not surprisingly the court rejected the plan. Mm -hmm. It was a kind of a follow-up to what we got uh, last May on the state Almost pension reform ago. plan. It's basically saying, hey, read the Constitution. It means what it says. There's nothing complicated about it. Right. So it, it's sort of uh, got us thinking about the fact that it's been a year since that first mm -hmm. big ruling, which was anticipated by a lot of people, and there hasn't really been a whole lot of progress. Mm -hmm. At the same time, we have uh, teachers, certainly in Chicago, um, building toward a longer strike. They've been kind of threatening that almost since the last strike in mm -hmm. 2012. Right. We have uh, teachers in school districts all around the state wondering what's going to become of them because we're approaching the end of the current fiscal year without a budget and the next one is going to begin and who knows what will happen yeah. if there will be a budget for that. And uh, schools, uh, elementary and secondary schools, during this academic year kind of dodged a bullet because uh, Governor Bruce Rauner vetoed the uh, entire budget except for one bill, which was the school funding bill. So uh, elementary and secondary schools in Illinois have functioned pretty normally for this academic year. but. This academic year is getting close to over, and um, we're at the point where they're supposed to be talking about the fiscal year 2017 budget and what level of funding schools should be getting then. Now, you know, given what happened last year, you have to wonder, is the democratically controlled legislature going to do, are they gonna run a budget the way they did last year? Are they gonna hand rounder? Uh, school funding bill for him to sign and reject the rest so that we can go on with a protracted budget impasse while schools operate normally. You know, if schools hadn't opened in September, you, I, I, this budget impasse could not have dragged on the way it is now. No. Uh, and so, and so maybe this pressure that seems to be bubbling up again and school districts starting to worry about next year will help put some thought of an end to this mm -hmm. and get more parents involved. I don't know, if you have kids in school, you ought to be talking to your lawmakers and putting some pressure on them, I well, think. And, and I think what's, what's also coming to a head now is, you know, we're coming up into April, uh, high school seniors are applying to colleges. Right. They're trying to get their financial aid straightened out. We don't know, you know, Eastern Illinois University, your alma mater, right. is they laid off clerical staff. Uh, students are in a panic, you know, because they don't, the, the president's yeah. having to send out notes to everybody saying, we're, don't worry, we're not closing. Uh, Chicago one, of, State. one of the unions there just voted to uh, defer some of their pay to try to help them right. hang on for as long as possible. 
and it's not just Eastern. Right. Chicago State is in very bad shape. Uh, we've had Western has taken action. Really, all of the all of the public universities are in uh, they're on pretty shaky ground. Even though um, I know the University of Illinois is big enough that it's been able to withstand this, but they it can't go and on. And pay Lovey Smith several million dollars. Yeah. I think for just a twenty-four contract. million. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's several million. Twenty-four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so our universities are in crisis. Uh, K through 12 doesn't know what's gonna come for next year. There's been, I would say, cursory talk of changing the school funding formula, but, but you brought up the budget for next year and when Governor Rauner made his budget speech in February, he suggested, let's all agree right now to fund K through 12. Right away, send me that bill and I'll sign it. And the Democrats kind of just chuckled at him. Mm-hmm. Well, and the president of the Senate, John Cullerton, has said this uh, changing, making a fair school funding formula is the issue of our time. That's number one. Right. And that is, there, there's no hotter political issue in Illinois or probably any other state for that matter because you're trying to get more money, more state money to low-income school districts that don't have valuable property, that don't have big property tax bases, that means somebody is going to probably the, you know, the wealthiest school districts, they're going to have to take less state money and they're going to see more, and they're still paying state income tax. All those residents are, they'll probably be paying more if we ever get a budget. And (laughs) then less of that is going to go into their own home school district and it's going to go down to you know, downstate districts that are in low-income areas. So that is a... Unless they pass enough of a tax increase that they could do what they call a hold harmless for the uh, wealthier districts. But that's, boy, you're talking hundreds of millions of dollars to do that. That just seems very unlikely right now. So all of that is up in the air. And what we've got two months now that they're supposed to come up with a budget for 2017. We don't even have one for 2016 yet. A budget, a school funding formula, and the big issue, the big gorilla in all of this, which is the pension debt that mm-hmm. continues to hang over our heads. They've done nothing about any of that, and now you have, in the Chicago case, the Supreme Court reminding us, can't do that, gotta find another way. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we did have some progress on pension reform because it sounds like Rauner and Cullerton are all in agreement on Cullerton's bill that he tried to pass in 2013. And at that time, everybody kind of brushed off the billion dollars a year that it was supposed to save. And now that billion dollars a year looks pretty darn good. So now Rauner's getting impatient and he's making, you know, he's saying that Cullerton is dragging his feet because uh, he's been told to do so by Madigan. And so all of, you know, it all comes back. I don't think we'll see politics is what it all comes back to. But I, I don't think we'll see any action on a pension reform bill until after the election in November. That is a tough issue, and Cullerton has said this. It's a hard thing to pass in an election year. When they passed the big pension reform that got rejected in court, that was in December of 2013. That wasn't an election year, so that's why that happened then. I suspect we'll see the same thing happen now. We'll have that bill come up in some form after the election. And it may actually not be a 
bad thing for the Republicans to wait till after the election too. They, this all could be a mm -hmm. a game that they're putting on for our benefit because if you think about it, Republicans don't want to have to vote for a tax increase before November either, mm -hmm. and some of them will have to. Well, although there might be enough when, of them who are in safe districts. And when it comes to budget time, you're going to see an agreement made that X number of Republicans are going to vote for right. whatever the tax increase, whatever the sales tax restructuring, whatever the package is, you're going to see X number of Republicans are going to be committed to vote for that, and then X number of Democrats and others will be excused from having to vote for that. That's just the way it always works. That's, and this is going to be the that's biggest... That's the negotiated uh, agreement. Mm -hmm. and at whatever point something gets worked out, the two political parties will decide you have to put up this many votes from your side and we'll put up this many from our side based on some kind of proportion that they work out. Mm -hmm. Now here's one observation that I've had listening to Governor Rauner all this time. Uh, and he was back out at a couple of other recent press conferences. He's always very open that I'm open to a tax increase. I'm all I'm all ears when it comes to a tax increase, but first we got to have reforms. And the question that I've had is, what That's kind of tax thought. increase would we see? Yeah. It's just because one thing I never hear from the governor, we hear him talking about cuts, but I never hear anything being cut. And when something got cut last year, the autism project most famously, right? it got cut, you know, yeah. Maybe like twenty million dollars or something. It was it was in the millions. Uh, outcry was so great that he restored it. So it's it's never been clear to me that that uh, Governor Rauner is really. Uh, I just don't know how much he's willing to cut, and I have a feeling that he, you know, the tax increase could be pretty significant if he gets some of his agenda items. Well, and the longer this goes on, you'd think that the bigger the tax increase has to be, mm -hmm. unless you're going to just push it all down the road, which yeah. is what got us into this problem we're, in the first place. We're digging a huge hole. Right. So, we're now into April, and that's the way it is, only in Illinois. We'll see you on the next edition.